it's your boy Dukes, and this is After Sports Talks. You can catch us on Monday at 3 p.m. on The Real 1100 and iHeartRadio. Let's go! Yo, 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 it's your boy Dukes and your boy Bo. We back in this thing, man. It's been a minute. We got a lot to cover. Thank y'all for being here with us. Bo, how you feeling, man? Hey, man, I'm I'm here, bro. How you doing? Hey, man, it's been a long weekend, I tell you. For sure. So, you know you know how I've been doing. You know, I've been working literally every day. Um, getting to it, man. Grinding, being a man, you know. Um, so, let me just talk about that for a minute, man. So, you know, passion. my passion is sports, of course. Youth sports is the biggest one. So, you know, I've been blessed to have a job literally working in youth sports, covering, streaming youth sports, man. So, this past weekend... I was attending the Prep Hoops Basketball AAU Tournament with the 15U, 16U, and 17U. Man, you would have loved it. Saw some of the best teams across the country, some young hoopers out there really getting to it. I'm going to tell you this, man. I'm not going to play them one-on-one. Oh, man. It's these like 15 that? But these 15-year-olds will break you down. They got bags, huh? Bags. Okay. Team T, shout out to them. They was they was doing their thing. I saw North Dakota. That's Teague, high, Teague, Jeff Teague's team? Jeff Teague's team okay. was cold. I mean, blowing people out by 20 and 30. I mean, teams I thought would really, really give them a problem. Blue Chips was there. You know, Bernie's old yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, I mean, everybody was in the building. One of my favorite teams, though, and I'm going to do some more research on them, man, because one thing I want to do is really start talking about these young bucks, the young, young bulls. You know what I'm saying? We always talk about the NBA young bulls. But let's really talk about those up-and-coming kids. It's going to be somebody, man. So I saw this team from Michigan that was playing that Arkansas lockdown defense. Mm. I mean, long, 15U team, point guard might have been 6'4". Oh, wow. That's what I'm talking about, man. It was it was a great, man. Greg, what's going on with you, man? How was your weekend? Uh, been It was good. Uh, with a another job that i have i get to watch some interesting international sports for sure uh so i watch some soccer and um telling one of our other hosts who'll be on later this evening uh watching cricket and i don't understand it at all uh but i know that it's one of the more popular sports around the world right and it looks like baseball but they hit the ball in all kinds of directions and get points for it and i don't know how (laughs) (laughs) you know cricket has been one of those things i've always seen you play um it used to be a group of guys in my neighborhood actually played all the time Mm. and after you know i coached my baseball teams there's some cricket players that go out there and play like you know pick up cricket games okay the same thing greg i sit there i watch it i have no idea what's going on the score was like 196 to 3. I'm like, what, what? kind of oh, game wow. is like, how this? Does this ha- like, I, yeah. And then the other team can come back and win 200 to 196. I I I, I don't get it. So and it's they not play one of, for hours. It's not one of those games that you can kind of pick up on as you kind of watch. Mm-hmm. You got to kind of do some research, right? Yeah, to like how like he's this guy's been up there at bat, I guess, for like an hour and a half. I don't <laughs> <laughs> like what? No rotation, no, you know. And this guy gets a, he gets like a twenty-yard running start to throw the ball, and the guy hits it and it goes behind him. But somehow they still get points. I like it. I, I, I needed research because I have no idea what's going on. And the game was, um, the game is eight. They play eight, for eight hours. What? Oh wow, that's a work day. They played for an entire eight hours. Wow! Yeah, I am and that was and that was just like the first part of the game. 
you know, because they I think they play like a three game series or something like right. that. So <laughs> they'll be back the next day <laughs> to play for eight more hours. Wow, I, I didn't know that. I, I I honestly didn't know that there was a game that you could play that long. <laughs> like, like the fans like. Do you stay and watch all of that? Do you, do you get like, timeouts? Like, uh, only only for injuries, I guess. They they were just they were just going. Like there was really no no stoppage. Mm. We, we, we gotta I'm gonna have to look into that man and see uh, what's going on with the cricket game. We about to change the game, man. Before you know, it, we're gonna be covering cricket. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, who the best cricket players out here? What y'all doing? The young bulls. <laughs> young bulls cricket. <laughs> Cricket edition. Look, I like that. We we gonna change the game, man. But talking about the sports that matter, I just play. <laughs> so, man, Bo, NBA season ended. We haven't been here since, man. How do you feel about those Warriors taking it home? They deserved it, man. Uh, just looking at how everything played out, uh, Boston, Robert Williams not being a hundred percent. I mean, that's. Boston kind of went mm. with that. You know, I, I thought them picking up Daniel Tice was going to kind of alleviate some of that and nah. be able to play with Horford because he's used to the system. He's not Robert. Yeah, he's no rim protector. He's right. no, I mean, he's a stretch the floor, get a board here and there kind of guy. But right. he's not, you know, and he's kind of undersized too. Robert's undersized as well, but For he sure. doesn't. Robert has like a seven, eight wingspan, you know. Um, that was, I think, the biggest difference. Andrew Wiggins stepped up for the Warriors big time. Andrew came through in the clutch, man. And, and and that's one point that I really wanted to make. You know, Andrew, since he's been into the league, he's been someone that we want to see really reach his fullest potential, right? We saw his how he was when he was a kid. We saw what he was doing at 14. And, I, you know, personally, I just never felt that he reached my expectations. But this year, that playoff run... I'm gonna tell you this: the Warriors would have not, they would have never won if Andrew did not perform how he did. Oh yeah, oh no, no, no Period. way. I mean, I, I also think his expectations were, you know, blown out of proportion in the beginning of For his sure. career. Um, he he was expected to be the next Kobe. Yeah. Period. And then on I a mean, team, league, on a yeah. he he got drafted to the Timberwolves. Right. You know, he did. He he wasn't going to be able to take any significant jumps as far as being the number one type guy for sure he's still young like we're yeah. andrew wiggins is a young man for he's sure. yeah he's been in the but league for where he would how things may have turned out if because he, he was drafted by cleveland right right and he was traded to minnesota in the kevin love trade uh it showed me one thing that it's kind of the beginning of this kind of thing with LeBron, but think about what uh, Wiggins could have been playing with uh, Kyrie. Kyrie and LeBron. Ooh. You know, Development would have he would have elevated quicker. Like he would have yeah. been at least doing what he's a little bit of what he's doing now for sure would have come a little bit quicker. It, it, that's just yeah. the, the fact. I, of I, I feel like he got traded to, the worst situation possible in Minnesota. I mean, yeah, they made the playoffs this year, but historically they have been awful. Right. And yeah. I mean, Anthony Edwards is a new addition. Like he wasn't there when Wiggins was there. A lot of the talent, a lot of the guys that they had competing this year to, you know, yeah, to show there. that they have a young core cat was, was it, Yeah, you know, and, and, 
Cat was still young. Cat's still young. Still you know, young. They they pretty much came in, you know, and were expected to be veteran players off the rip. For sure. Playing for a team with I don't know about their ownership. I, I don't know about their front office, you know, like decision making with trades. I I do like they declined this uh trade with uh the Nets proposed with Kevin Durant. Uh they they proposed KD for uh for for cat and cat and for picks. first round picks. You know, I'm glad he brought that up. You know, before you walked in here, man, me and Greg was chopping it up about the NBA and you know how people just they get traded around like it's it's crazy mm-hmm. now. It's not how it was when we grew up. And you know, we're going to finish giving the Warriors and flowers, right? But I really want to talk about, Bo, how you feel about that. People flopping around. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the money is different. So, you know, guys are able to make what regular role players, guys coming off the bench can make what stars made back in the day. Right. And so you look at Dame just taking, was it 122 for two years? Two-year extension, yeah. I mean... You can't get better as a team. You can't build a team around one guy making $60 million. Right. It, it, I mean, so it like it, you have to make a choice. Guys are making a choice. Either they want to get the money or they want to win. And that's kind of where we are. That's a good question you brought up. And, you know, it completely just changed my thought process about the whole Damian Lillard situation. First things first, you all, you know. I'm a Damian Lillard fan. Absolutely. The moment he came into a league, I was like, this is one of my favorite point guards, period. You know, I've always been a fan. And early on, I saluted him for staying loyal to the Blazers, mm-hmm. right? People were getting traded around. Dame stayed loyal. Mm-hmm. Stayed loyal to the cause. A flu playoffs year on year, he gave people runs. I mean, they they were struggling to get past Dame. The Warriors did not want to see Dame. Daggers. Dagger after dagger. Right. Logo By after himself. logo. It's a problem. But now, I'm thinking about it. And that was the thing is, is Dane wasting his time? And now he just cares about the money at this point? You know, like, what is it? What's really keeping him there? I think he really wants to stay loyal. I think he's infatuated with playing for one team. And that's cool. Um, but he's proved his point, though, right? I think he's proven his point. Um, if not, maybe that's why he only did a two-year this you know this time around well it's an extension so right, he'll be right, there right. for the next five right 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 so i mean that's a that, that it it's loyalty and then there's like like after five years what kind of player is damian lillard he's not going to be uh, a guy that's going to get 60 million like well, and at that point yeah. you know <laughs> and at that point should he have not taken his extension yeah. and at least try to you know the end of his prime Get a, get a ring. It's really our. It's really the fans. Like we we want to see guys want it. Right. Like we want to see guys. That's why there's a MJ LeBron conversation for sure. Like if LeBron was like Mike, like personality wise, there'd be no conversation. I don't think if he <laughs> if LeBron was an assassin, there would be no conversation. I think everybody would be like, all right, LeBron's the the greatest. Like, but there's a conversation because Mike did it a certain kind of way for sure and it was like it's kind of savage like it's kind of like man i i i gotta respect that right 
versus, you know, and it's, I don't know, man. Mike stayed down one squad into the, you know, the Wizards and just kept getting them. Kept getting them. Kept getting them. Give me different guys. I'm still keep getting them. And, and the era was different. Like, the talent, Scotty came out the other right. day and said the the era, I believe that. Like, yeah, you have to make jump shots today. Back then, you could get away with being a, 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 a good player and not being the best shooter. You know, you can't really get away with not having a jump shot today. Like, yeah, Ben Simmons, right, right, coming back at you. Like Ben Simmons is like the perfect example. He's a superstar talent, right? But can't nobody talks talent. about Ben Simmons about being an, even a star because he can't shoot. For sure, he's yeah. just a he won't. Right, he won't. He won't. He won't shoot. even learn. Will he, not. He, he's not willing to put in the work. And, and again, it, it leads me back to this question. Like, these players care. It's not even a question anymore. It's a statement. These players care too much about the money. You've already made the money, right? You're going to make the money, right? At what point are you going to be a competitor? What's the point of working all your life to get somewhere? You're competing hard against the best players in the world all your life to get to that point to stop competing. What is the point? Right, and, and the... The notion, the, the thing that I hear players say all the time is, well, you know, for so many years we we were cheated out of our money, you know, and even now, I mean, you know, in the grand scheme of things, they're not making enough money. The owners are really making the money, you right. know, but at the end of the day, at what point do you stop? Because us regular people out here, we've all come to agreement that money doesn't buy you happiness. Right. Money isn't everything. Right. And and we live off of that. Like, I mean, some people don't, you know, of course, there are people that think money is everything and it's it's all, you know. Right. But the fact of the matter is there are too many people with money that are miserable. There, We see it every day. So if that's the case, at what point do you stop chasing the back? Mm. At what point do you. I mean, James Harden is doing that kind of now later in his career, but he kind of has to. Like, right. You know, guys are going to, if you want to win, you're going to have to take a little bit less. And when I say less, with the money that they're getting now, it's not going to be like, Dame could have did like a two-year extension of $40 Like, that wouldn't have hurt the cap like that, like at at all, really. Right. But he didn't. But but he, like, $61 a year? And you're telling me you want to win here. Looking at their roster, but how do you do that exactly? How what, do you... I, what they're expected, and like I was saying before, like he's he's trusting the organization to build a champion, to build a contender in the next five years. With what money? Well, expect the cap to go up over right, the next right. five years because that the first year of that two year extension is four years from now. Right, right, right. So expect the cap to go up to where eventually, you know. There will be other players getting sixty million a year at the same time. the The Blazers would have just seen it four years earlier, but he's leaning in on. I trust the organization to build a champion in the next few years with Chauncey Billups as our coach. They mm-hmm. brought in, um, they brought in Jeremy Grant. They traded yep. for him. They just signed Anthony Simons to a to a, de- a new deal. So they're expecting Deserved. him to take that next step. For sure. The fill in for CJ. Uh they they also re-signed Nurkic. So 
they feel like they have something now, but you're talking about in five years, Dame's going to be like 37, 38, and you're paying him $60 million. It's And I think at that time, if it looks like, oh, we need to, maybe Dame's going to be tired of this and want to be <laughs> traded. And now some team is going to have to give up a lot for him yeah, to bring him in with whatever he has left. Mm-hmm. So question, like, you know, we're talking about this and the person that came to my mind first was Chris Paul, right? Like he's later in his career, right. but he's still making a great impact. Do we see Dane making the impact just as good as that or no? Um, That's a, that's an interesting question. Uh, they're two different types of players. Chris Paul is a floor general. Absolutely. You know, he's looking to get his teammates involved first, you know, and, and, so do I think that Dame can do what Chris is doing at Chris's point of his career? I don't think so. You Me know, either. I think the further along it gets, Dame is going to have to play off ball or become a floor general. For He's sure. not a floor general. Like, we don't look at Dame as being a guy that really sets other guys up to score. He can. Yeah. No, 100% he can. But that's not his game. That's not what the Trailblazers need him to be. They need him to go get buckets. And Chris Paul is just, he's been what he is now his entire career. He's never been a a crazy scorer. You know, he can score with the best of them even today. Chris Paul gets his shot up over over anybody. He's probably the, him, Kyrie, those small guards. they, they, They are masters at finishing in the paint. Like, Chris Paul doesn't shoot many threes, bro. He, he's shooting 10-foot jump shots and 15 elbows. Flo- uh, j- well, let's not forget, That's he's it. not six feet tall, y'all. I think he's six feet. He's listed as six one. He's, he's six he's feet. Li- listed. Yeah. Listed. Chris Paul, five, ten and a half. Y'all just ain't hype, bro. Stop playing with me, man. Man. You know what? It sounds like it's going to be an NBA today today, and that's fine, man. Stay tuned with us, man. We're going to keep talking about the NBA because, you know what? It's it's just a lot I want to get into, Bo. Yeah, it's a lot I want to get into, too, man. It's, it's, it's some... Mm. So stay with us. Y'all about to learn something today. Just for Pets Wellness Center reminds old-fashioned health listeners and pet owners to never leave pets unattended inside a parked vehicle, not even for a quick errand. Temperatures can rise to dangerous levels fast. Visit our website for more information at www.just4petsfl.vet or give us a call at 239-270-5721. Hi, I'm Dr. Carissa Hines of Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa, and I'm here to help you make sense of medicine. Join me every Thursday at 11 a.m. for clear, informative conversations about health issues. Don't be intimidated by fancy medical speak. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. on Real 1100 a.m. Learn what questions to ask your doctor about your medical conditions. Then let's talk about your health. Hi there, healthy people. Do you have a healthy product or service? If you are a certified medical professional, fitness trainer, author, or chef, Old Fashioned Health would love to promote your services or product on the Old Fashioned Health radio show. Please reach out to us. Call 404-793-3960 or email us at oldfashionedhealth at gmail.com. You can also contact us at oldfashionedhealth.com. Old Fashioned Health. 
Good health inside and out. Okay, we back. Talking NBA. It's getting real, man. So look, while we on the subject of players staying too loyal, going to different teams, and the impact they're going to make, let's talk about that, that point guard that used to be one of our favorites. The one that was just making everybody look silly. You should know who it is. It's John Wall. Both. How you feeling about this trade for John Wall with the Clippers? Bro, I'm going to be honest with you, man. John Wall, uh, how I how I do I like it for the money that he's getting? What would you say? Uh, 13 million he's getting. I think it's a good fit, you know, uh, for that money. John Wall's been uh, out of the NBA for getting paid the most money probably in NBA history from a guy that hasn't played. So for the value, I believe in John Wall's game. I believe in his ability to go ahead and get things on track. But can he stay healthy on a team that has Paul George and Kawhi who also can't stay healthy? Do I, I don't think the Clippers make, shake anything like I you know I don't, I don't think they make any noise but I do think they could if John Wall if they could stay healthy if they it's health that's it if they could stay healthy they good man they still got Reggie Jackson right they, and, they, and that's and that was key to me my thing was I didn't want to see them lose Reggie because when it comes time to the postseason Reggie is a huge impact you know what I'm saying for injuries as a six man you gotta have Reggie Jackson around there so, so, let's call it now. P- predictions. Will the Clippers make the playoffs next year? Yes. I'm going to say yes. Because what? Uh, Minnesota made the playoffs this year. I I like Minnesota's young team. They got a young, but Paul George, you Kawhi saw Leonard. They got in. Right. I'm be- right. Beating the Clippers with Paul George, George. missing exactly. that game. Exactly. And no Kawhi and... So you're out there with Reggie Jackson as your best player. That does limit you. Uh, I wanted to, I wanted to ask y'all this For sure. with John Wall's buyout. To me, it kind of shows the Rockets don't know what they're doing. Absolutely, absolutely. Because they could have done this a year ago, yep. right? I, they they tried to trade him, and no no one was going to trade for John Wall. Just buy him out. Y'all eat that because yep. y'all y'all the ones that made the trade. <laughs> y'all eat that. And he can go somewhere else. And you can develop the young core that you have. I mean, you got Jalen Green. You brought Kevin in Kevin Porter, Porter Jr. Right. You just drafted Jabari Smith. Right. So you have the young core that you're going to build around. And you just let John Wall sit for a whole year. He was ready to play. Like, like he, was, he was hurt again. Like, no, he wasn't. They told him to go away. Yeah. And they could have done this a year ago. And... I feel like with them being a year behind schedule, they're they're really more like three or four years behind Definitely. schedule. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think they were trying to make sure that they were the you know had a top pick. I think they were tanking, but yes, yeah, they got a history of that. Too, it's man. it's not going <laughs> to. It's and, not. And I was I'm saying, thinking about that, like the Rockets last five five six years, like what have they been doing? Yeah, I mean, since James Harden left, you know, they, they well, it, it was really when James was still there. Yeah, about to and say. And they brought yeah. in Russ. 
That was yeah. kind of like the start of like the. All right, bro. Like y'all, y'all, y'all had y'all like Harden was up and Houston was like, okay, Houston playoff team. Where where <laughs> they could beat this team when they came down when they were in the bubble, and or right before um, the the hiatus, it's like we're gonna put PJ Tucker at center. Like this is over. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then That's Russell's playing center. And then, yeah. Now yeah. And it's like it, this is over. What? I have no faith in them. No, 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 and none whatsoever. Since we're we're on, we're, t- we're talking about the Rockets. You know, your team just got somebody, Christian Wood. So, do you think the Rockets actually made a good decision with that, or that was another mistake? Um, the Rockets. I mean, they for them. I mean, why not? Why not trade them? You you don't have anything else to to look forward to, you know right. what I'm saying? Like outside of Jabari, I mean Jalen, I like Jalen Green. Like don't get I me do. wrong, they have some young I like Kevin Porter too. They have young talent, but Jalen Green still needs 2-3 years. You know what I'm saying? Like to be a guard in today's NBA, like look at all the guards. The guards are the top athletes. Like they're quick, they're longer now. Right. You know, you got DeJounte Murray running point. You got even Jamal Murray's. They're 6'5". You know what I'm saying? Like, Jalen Green is, like, just a scorer to me. Like, he, right. he's not – he's going to have to develop into playing defense and stuff. He has time. He, he's going to have the time to do that playing for the Rockets. But that's just – yeah, I, I don't – Christian Wood, more so for the Mavericks. I'm a Mavs fan. I don't really care for Christian Wood like that. I like I like his game. Matter of fact, I love his game. I think he's versatile, big, who is, you know, athletic. He can shoot a little bit. You know, he can defend. He, he kind of does everything pretty well, he but he's a hurt boy. That boy always hurts. And man. I just, like, we just got rid of Chris Stapps. Yep. And now we, we're getting another Chris Stapps. He's going to play every other, other Well, game. it was in Houston where they were trying to tank. So they probably just told him to sit down. You know what? I didn't think <laughs> about that. Maybe he wasn't Well, really but he hurt. but he yeah, he maybe he wasn't really hurt. Yeah, but he was also like he went over there kind of hurt. Like yeah. You know, but he's a stat sheet. He's a stat sheet like just God. I mean like he played 20 minutes. He's going to he's going to get 20, 12 boards. 12 boards, 25 points, you know, 11 rebounds, 4 assists. That's the kind of player he is. So I, I personally feel like if he can stay healthy, seeing what Luca did again with nobody, they're a problem. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, because you got they did get rid of Jalen, which you know if they're gonna ride with Dinwiddie, I, I feel like that's okay. That was a mistake with me. J- Jalen was so crucial to last year to me. You know. I think he was, but if Christian Wood can be healthy and play, like it, it's going to alongside we, the other hurt boy, Dinwiddie. Like we kind of need, like I, we need a Jalen Brunson, but we all we need a Christian Wood more. You do, like you do. Dwight Powell and Maxi Kleber. Like I like Maxi Kleber. Like he's a good defensive guy. I think good he's a good four. Yeah. I think he's a good off the bench player, but yeah. same with Dwight well, Powell. There was no way that Jalen Brunson was staying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jalen Brunson to the Knicks was the worst kept secret in the <laughs> NBA for like six months. It I think was. they're going to they're getting in trouble for that. They're going to probably get fined for tampering. They should. I mean, let's be real. They should. That's. I mean, when they hired his dad. Yeah. Like okay, but the, but 
probably the whole second half of the season we're hearing about Jalen Brunson to the Knicks. And but I think the Mavs priority and maybe it helps with with getting wood, but having a rim protector, uh, I don't know if, if they got one or if, if there's one on the way. But I feel like that was an issue. They got away with it in the Sun series because of I don't know what DeAndre Ayton was on. Ayton had a terrible. <laughs> he yeah, should have dominated in that series. And then against Utah, Rudy's not Rudy Gobert wasn't uh, isn't a factor on offense. For sure, he'll play a whole game and get four shots. Right. Uh, but against the Warriors, the Warriors they're they're better at small ball than you are. So right. <laughs> they were able to take advantage of that. So having that rim protector or someone who just who can at least just take up the space uh, and make the offense think a little bit should be a priority for Dallas. And uh, but I think Wood giving them an interior score at least that will at least change the math a little bit about how many shots is Luca going to actually take for sure and what kind of shots he actually takes. Um, because he is the I feel like he's option one through three, right? Yep. And he and he knows he's option one through three, and they know the his teammates know, <laughs> yeah. like they're cool with it, like they're nobody, they, they don't have like, oh, I'm not getting the ball, like Lucas is doing too much. Like, do y'all what else ever can like, like notice what the players are doing when Luca has the ball? I don't know if y'all notice how much there, there's no movement, there's no. literally everyone's just spreading the floor, letting Luca do what he does. That's it. That, that's how they play ball. I'm going to go ahead and say this. I think I think the Mavs would be okay. I think, you know, when it comes to being competitive and being an athlete, your environment is really essential. And I think that Christian Wood would just have simply a better environment there than he did in Houston. Yeah. He, 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 he's going to want to play there. You know, You're why, right. Why would a big man would love to play with a guard like Luka? And I think due to that, he's just going to do well. They're going to do well. But let's talk about the team I want to talk about. And I'm going to go ahead and say it now. I've always been a Hawks fan. Let's be serious. I'm a hometown boy. But now, with that boy, Jajante Murray? Come on, man. Come on. Let's talk about the Hawks. What are we going to do next year? What does this do for us? Um, I, I, I think it does a lot. You know, we didn't have to give up a lot. I do like Gallo. I'm glad. I'm, I'm happy for his time here. I, Thank I, you. I, he's been a journeyman. Uh, not really a journeyman, but he's been around the league, and I've liked him his entire career. Um, we appreciate you, Gallo, but we were we were able to get a guy who could pretty much what we thought Cam Reddish was going to be able to do for us. We know he can do. We know he can do at least on the defensive end. You know, on the defensive end, we we got we moved, we you know we made we got those picks from the Luca trade, mm-hmm. and we picked Reddish, hoping to be the backcourt tandem with Trey to be able to help with his defensive deficiencies. For sure. Now Trey is going to be able to play off ball. Yep. That, that's important. That's it's huge. So play off because it seems like these first you know these four years when Trey has been off the, off the floor it just seems like the offense just falls Shuts apart. Down. It does. Shuts down. You know so much is dependent on him but to have and and some some of the other players would try to fill in at be that point, but that's not really what they do. Right. Like, you know, they traded Kevin Herter. He played a little point. DeAndre Bogdanovich Bimbrey played, played a little point. point. Bogdanovich. 
uh, Delon Wright. They traded him. He's yeah. gone. Yep. You know, so they they and then they've tried it with the veteran point guard, the backup point guards like Lou. Jeremy Lin was here, Lou Williams, Rondo. Uh, they just haven't found that right fit. But I feel like they just went well. Let's just get another, just another guy. Whether he uh, he could he could play either guard position, but. We could also have him out there and trade. We could. We don't have to play them together all the time. Right, for sure. So it does give them a, a little bit more flexibility there. You don't have to give up Collins. Right. You don't have to Ooh, give up that was Capella. So huge, man. I mean, right. come on. Um, and I talk to some people who like feel like uh, Collins has to be part of a trade. Maybe if, if it was for Rudy Gobert, because that that rumor was out there. But now it's like. You don't have to. You don't, yeah, you don't, exactly. You don't have to do anything. If you, if it, like, I would have, I would have been okay if Collins was involved in this trade with Murray. Right. But like you said, Greg, like we we, we gave up Gallo for for you know a couple picks, couple picks for that. Exactly. Like, and we get to keep Collins, who is still young, by the way. That's and and still getting better. Yeah. Like John Collins. Like let let's be honest. John Collins has gotten better every year he's he has, been in NBA. And that's why I hate people knocking him down. I, we, we get it. He's, he's had his runs with, you know, injuries. But John Collins, like you said, it, it has been producing. He has the potential to be an all-star. He does. Now, do I think he'll be a superstar? No. But he has the potential at the age that he is. For sure. With the skill set that he has. He's learning how to stretch. He, each year he gets better at stretching the floor. You know, he's kind of becoming a rim protector. Yeah. You know, like and a corner three specialist. He, he's not a defensive deficient. Like he's a he's a guy that you want out there. He gets rebounds. Like he does the all yep. those little things that coaches like to see guys For like sure. that boxing out. The hustle guy. Yeah, yeah. He does it all. He does all that. Look, man, it this trade helps us out in so many ways. You know, obviously the first thing is the, the off ball play by Trey. You know, Trey having to be the main playmaker, the shot creator, like he has to be on a heater for us to get through the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Like that can't last. That's not lasting. He's not gonna last playing like that, and our team isn't either. With a player like Murray coming in, everyone gets better. The things we're talking about, Collins doing the things he does the best. Imagine a playmaker like Murray on the floor with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna open I mean, everything up for everybody. On. I mean, I, I think it's gonna even like Capello. Capella's first year with the Hawks, everything was opened up a little bit more. I think Capella was able to score a little bit more. And then sure. last season, he he didn't really do too much offensively. Like their pick and roll game, like Trey and his pick and roll game wasn't the same exactly as it had been prior. Now imagine this pick and roll with Murray and Capella, and then you could pop it out to Trey. Who's sitting on the outside? You can pop it up to Hunter, who's down on the wing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, and, and it's don't just... don't let Murray like Murray's still getting better for sure. Murray is slowly but surely adding a jump shot. Yeah, like adding a consistent be, being able to Which knock down a three. Thing I think he's missing. That's it. And what's what's also big is like if we look at that series against Miami, mm. where everybody on Miami is harassing Trey because. No one else is coming exactly. to bring up the ball. No one else could initiate the offense. Just having at least one other guy right. will is big to to change that 
the change the I always say change the geometry of like just where everyone is <laughs> on the floor. But facts. Uh, and and not make it so obvious for or simple for the defense because it would be, you know, Trey's coming up and Jimmy Butler's on him, and then PJ Tucker switched on him, right. and then Bam Adebayo switches on him, and Trey couldn't do anything. Couldn't do anything, couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> so to to make it not so to make it more difficult for the defense, they got to worry at least about another player on the floor. I and think that, could, that helps any team for sure. I think I think ultimately the the thing it's going to help the Hawks out with outside of you know of course the off ball with Trey Trey's his turnovers are going to go down absolutely Trey has been a turnover machine yep and with with another guy like Murray that's that's extra possessions and if you look at the Hawks and how they play a lot of games come down to those extra possessions Trey has a lot of turnovers in in crunch time yeah he makes a lot of big shots in crunch time. Yep. Ice trade. We 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 we, we, we appreciate we you, but we also see those turnovers. Right. And I think Murray's presence is going to, I mean, substantially cut. It, back it's going to open it up, man. And, and, and like you said, you know, like we've been talking about the environment. You know, like your mental state. You know, where you are on that floor. Yeah, Trey does very well under pressure as far as big shots go. We've seen a lot of big shots under pressure, but let's be serious. Who wants to deal with that all the time? You're always pressured to show up every single time. And when you don't, you got to hear it. Think about how that affects you. Just as a, a, a normal person living your everyday life, when you have extra pressure from your, you know, your fiance or from work, how does it make you feel? How does it make you operate throughout the day? Imagine a trade is on the floor with another guard he knows that can do his thing. He's out there having fun now. He's We're going to be saying ice, ice, ice all season long i'm calling it now i'm calling it now our small ball game when we do play small ball is going to be unstoppable no one's going to be able to really guard it we're going to easily make the playoffs and that run we had you know two years ago when we was just taking everybody out i can see that happening again now yeah i'm calling it i could definitely see that happening again because we essentially we've gotten better yeah I mean, yeah, I, I like Gallo, but, bro, we've gotten I, better. I mean, and, and honestly, I think this is the first time in my life as a Hawks fan I can say, wow, that made so much sense. I mean, of course, we had that team back with Allen, you know, and Corver and Teague. That was a real cute team. It, it was good. All of them made the all-star team. It, it, it was adorable. But one thing we said is, I mean, where's our superstar, you know? Now, possibly, we have two superstars. And then two stars and maybe two more potentials we, we haven't even discussed because i'm gonna i'm gonna say this jalen johnson yeah is coming oh yeah so do you think he'll be in the rotation because if Nate, not nate mcmillan is an old school yeah. coach he's gonna have to earn really it. play he, young he, players he's gonna have to earn he, it it's, it's he's gonna have to and him and deandre hunter will probably be playing the, the same, same role position. yeah for sure yeah I, I, of course i don't think he's gonna get you know tons of minutes but i think if Jalen, I, I know that when he came in the game when they played him a few minutes here and there last season yo his athleticism on the court was 
he was the most athletic player on the court when he was playing. For sure. Now, now granted, they might have been playing somebody who wasn't as good or might not have had the best stars on their team or whatever, but Jalen Johnson was flying around. Like, and he didn't get the opportunities. And, of course, he's young. You know, that'll come. But we can't forget about him. You know, I think his athleticism is going to be huge going down. I mean... Just wait and see. Even Hunter. Like, Hunter is somebody who hasn't been healthy. Exactly. A whole season for the past. A whole healthy season for him. You know? Yeah. So, like, if Hunter goes down, like, I think Nate should really consider. Like you said, the Hawks in our lifetime haven't made a trade this big. Right. They might have drafted a guy here and there, you know, but trade. Yeah. Like, we don't trade for, for guys like. And I'm gonna. I don't think Dejounte is a superstar. I think he's a he's a, a star. Right. That was or, my that was know. my bias talking right there. And 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 when you say that, I, I know you're keeping this in mind. Bo's not saying he can't be a superstar because like he still has plenty of time. Still young. If he develops that jump shot like we're talking about, God, it, he's gonna be unstoppable. It's, it's just mean, that simple. Dejounte had injuries in in San Antonio, and I believe that. If he didn't have those injuries, his development yep. would have, you know, he he's still developing. His, what, what, his he's jump a six, shot. Four, six, five point guard? No, he's like six six. He's at he's at least he's at least, at least six, six five. five. Yeah. Yo, I'm I'm <laughs> come on, it's about to be a problem. And as far as Jalen Johnson goes, here's what I see happening: because we now have a you know a lack of that pressure that we've been dealing with. I think this season he's going to be developing. Like you said, Nate McMillan's an old-school coach. So, yeah, we might not see a lot of minutes being played, but best believe those practices are going to be crucial for him. He's going to be working, and I'm saying it now so you don't say I didn't say it. The postseason, we will see a lot of him. Teams won't be ready for it. It's going to throw everybody off. He's going to be a piece that we're going to use to get through these playoffs. Hey, man, that would be – not only a sight to see, but it would be uh, so, I mean, it would be, just think about how Hawks fans would feel about drafting a guy who we kind of like, I mean, we maybe not, but yeah, overall, like nobody really cares that we have Jalen Johnson. Right. You know, like what if, just what if, like he comes out and he gets some, what if Nate just puts him in like, you know, in the quarters type thing, you know, in the first, like the last three minutes, let them play for two and a half, three minutes, give some guys some breaks, build his minutes up, you know, play in the G League for a little bit. Right. Go back, you know, exactly. come back. And I think he's going to be somebody that could shock the city with his athleticism. We, we you know, Atlanta, we like we to like, see. We like we like that height. We trying to get lit. We like that big burr. That's what we like to see here. We want the big ticket guy. Yeah. And if we could just, oh, man, we haven't had that. Oh, we drafted a guy and we kind of stuck. Like, that was supposed to be Cam Reddish. Right. Like, DeAndre Hunter, we picked him first. You know, he, he went higher than Cam. We still looked at Cam as being better. Exactly. Like, in, when, he, when, it, when it first happened, like, when in the beginning, when Cam first came, we were saying it. We were like, yeah. oh, yeah, man, I we think Cam is going to turn exactly. into – we weren't talking about DeAndre's going to turn into 
Like we like DeAndre, but yeah, we knew what he was gonna bring to the table. We knew it was gonna be a defensive player. It's gonna. Lock I do him. have one one request. I don't know if y'all could put in a word with the Hawks. Um, <laughs> the next draft pick you have, could he like not be from Duke? I got a guy. I, I'll give him a call because I. <laughs> you drafted Reddish, then you draft Jalen Johnson, then you draft AJ Griffin, who I don't know he's gonna see much. Of the court this year, no, he he, he he probably won't. He see. won't. It's but easy. but no, no no more Duke guys. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know what what's going on there. And you know, it's funny you say that though. But yeah, I, I, I call my guy. We'll we'll see what can, we can do about that. Just know UNC guys. Just know UNC guys. So we're, nah, we're, we're good here. I, I just want guys that want to come to the city and get to work. Yeah, I just want guys. If you if you if you went to Chat to come, come on, come play if you want to work. We got you. Hawks, do not let us down, okay? The Falcons is are they're already doing that. They they got that job. We don't need you to to be alone with them. Make us proud, okay? Like the Braves are doing right now. But man, we we really had an NBA day. I said we're gonna have an NBA day. We really had that. For sure, for sure. So, guys, we got so much coming up, coming on. So. One thing that me and Bo really want to focus on, because we've been talking about making it a priority for us, is covering HBCU sports, covering those young guys that's going to be committed to these schools. You know, we really, really want to get into that. So do not be surprised, y'all, if you start getting those stats that you didn't know they were out there, because we got it. We're going to find our niche. And now and now that Greg mentioned it, those cricket stats coming soon, too. Hey, man, hey, we, we, we might have cricket hats and we might have all merch that. coming out you know with, have a sports cricket jersey yeah. what you trying to do i mean hey i'm sure they got a club team somewhere I, mean, I, I can ride around with the what's the bat thing called like i don't even know i don't even know that i, I don't know if that's called the wicket or the thing with the with the sticks but best believe you're gonna learn wicket i'm gonna go Just get me a, i'm gonna go get me a wicket you know what i mean they're not trying to see us bro we're gonna, we're gonna start a squad yeah we might need to do that the real 1100 cricket team mm. come see us Meet us at Larry Bell Park. Marietta is going down. Seven o'clock. We're gonna we're gonna get out of there at eight in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> playing all night. Playing all night, bro. The lights. They they got good lights out there. Bro. Good lights, man. Look, man. You, we we just we just crank them on real good. You know what I'm saying? Turn it around a couple times. We out there playing cricket all night, man. What you trying to do? I mean, it might not be too many fans, but we'll be lit. It don't matter, man. But we guess what though? Guess what we gonna be doing that, that Ben Simmons and guys like that not doing? Shooting. Yeah, <laughs> competing, being competitors, doing what we do. Y'all, it's been real. Stay with us, man. I'm telling you, after after this, we about to go up. We about to bring you something new, something fresh. Next show, we got some great guests coming. Oh, man, it's about to be a good time. Bo, it's been real. Greg, it's been real. We out. Have sports talk. Let's get it. This is fashion designer Edmund Newton. I'd like to tell you about Enmask.com. Enmask.com is my only source for non-surgical cloth masks. I've teamed up with Enmask.com to create and design a collection of limited edition masks. These masks are washable, reusable, breathable, and most importantly, fashionable. Shop online now at Enmask.com. That's E-N-M-A-S-K-S.com for quality masks made in America. Be sure to listen to the Wellness Enclave with Dr. Donna Sewell. 
a podcast that explores emotional health and its impact on everyday life. In the Enclave, we will address emotional health and how it is connected to other parts of your life, such as physical health, relationships, spirituality, and even decision-making. The Wellness Enclave with Dr. Sewell can be found on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. For tuning in on the Apple Sports Talk, it's your boy Dukes. We had a good time. This was fun, but we'll do it again. Peace.